is Phyllis Y. Whitley. Welcome to Spiritology Live, a raw and uncut metaphysical holistic space of consciousness. For self-healing, will you will learn how to break your religious shackles, master and manifest your promised land within today. This podcast will be based out of my number one Amazon bestseller author book called Spiritology. Let's get started. Well, first of all, congratulations to me and all the podcasters that came out in January 2022. I am going to speak from episode one. I'm going to continue just to give you a little bit more spice. And each week, you're going to get a little bit of dessert. I can't give you the whole dinner because you got to go ahead and purchase the book. Now, for those of you who say, I'm not going to go purchase the book. I just want the little surprises in it and stuff like that. No worries. That's what I'm here for. Now, we are going to go ahead and we're going to go right into it. First of all, we talked about in episode one, Religious Shackles. And I didn't put too much emphasis on that. But what I'm going to do today, I want to dive in something that I discussed. To give you a short recap, religious shackles is those seeds, poisonous seeds that came way back and started in the garden for what we know, that garden of Eden and the Old Testament went through the snake and you know what happened. From there, going toward the New Testament, the seeds showed up many times before then. The seeds showed up with the killing of the two brothers. It just so showed up everywhere. and. Now, going forward, when you get to the New Testament, God just kind of like showed everybody, let me show you how it's supposed to be. Because remember, you got a perfect spirit going through an imperfect body. That's us. So I just want you to all know that this is something that gets you to a point in your life where you say, hey, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I want to live my promised land. This is no way where I'm teaching you Bible study. But you got to go back to the manufacturer word if you want to know how something worked. Amen. With that being said, we have a chapter called You Are Free. I want to let you know that you are free. What is that, Miss Phyllis? You have the freedom to go forth in life and choose. God said, are you going to choose life or are you going to choose death? You notice God gave you an option. So people be like, oh, Lord, why is this happening to me? God is giving you an option. He gave everybody an option because he don't want you to be walking around like a robot. It's just like your kids. You have to give them an option. Now, I know at a certain age you say, hey, I mama know what's best. I know what's best. You're not going to go to school at two years old by yourself. With that being said, he gave us the power that a lot of preachers and spiritual leaders is not letting us know. And a lot of us look up to them. Don't get me wrong. You do need a mentor. You do need a spiritual coach, a spiritual preacher or pastor. But you got to choose wisely because this thing that God have given us is the gospel. He told Jesus, go among the gospel and multiply. And as we learned in episode one, multiplication is Jesus came for three years, did what he did, 
God was showing an example of how it worked because for so many centuries, he went through the prophets. So moving forward, the greatest prophet you had was Jesus. And he said, preach my gospel. Well, it didn't just end with him because that's not the ending. It starts with everybody, every single person who's born on this earth. It starts with you. What are you doing? Do you preach the gospel? Well, I really don't. You know what? Listen, Miss Phyllis, Miss Pew, whatever. I'm not trying to get in front of a pulpit. You notice that back in the days, they would tell people, preachers that really didn't know their gift of prophecy, they would tell everybody, God is calling you and people will run. To this day, the average man run, the average woman run. Like, I'm not, I don't see myself up in the pulpit. You don't have to see yourself up in the pulpit because basically, to preach the gospel, the gospel is what? Let's go back into what it is. It's the good spell. Yes. The word, W-O-R-D, spell, S-P-E-L, gospel. Go spell it out. It's a good blessing, a good spell. People go crazy. Oh, my God, she said spell. Oh, my goodness, she said spell. Yes, I'm in the spiritual realm. The spiritual room is not made up on all warlocks and riches and stuff like that. It's a dark side, but it's a good side. And God invented everything first. And see, we get confused, so don't get dismayed when you hear that. Don't run away. Some of y'all will run away, and it's fine. Because I'm here for those who are ready to go into their promise. Like, who wants the truth? You're not going to get the truth unless you go back in the manufacturer book. So why are you looking in your book? Oh, I got scriptures up in my book. They are there to back it up. (laughs) So the good spell, what are you doing? What are you doing about the good spell? Who are you going to talk to? Who are you telling? Well, I mean, I need a platform. No, you don't need a platform. Your first good spell should be in your household. It should be with your kids, your children. Well, I don't have kids. Well, how about your neighbors, your coworkers? No, the gospel is not you going and you saying, you know, God is coming. Jesus is getting ready to come. Get yourself together. No, it's for you to tell them the good news of living, the good news of being in a promised land. They can be happy. They can do the things that you actually see manifested in Jesus when he walked the earth. No, we cannot turn water into wine. All of that is like a metaphor. We're not going to get into that. But what we're going to get into is the basic. What are you doing to set an example for people? What are you doing to go forth and lead people to their promised land? You can't lead anyone to their promised land unless they know the manufacturer. So let's go ahead and get that straight. That's why you will see scriptures in my book. But see, they are there for you to know, to learn. How can you Go forth and preach the gospel if you don't know what the good spells are. Hello? Well, you know what, Miss P, Miss Phyllis, um, I always heard of bad spells. Yes, 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 yes. And one of the biggest bad spells is religious shackles. Y'all notice that my episodes are religious shackles? That seed, that seed that I was talking about in the Garden of Eden that went through the Bible and when it got to the New Testament, literally, that seed was in the religious sectors, Pharisees, Sadducees. And literally, they just went crazy and went after the Lord and they went after Jesus Christ. And all of that really is just those people. Just think of that seed in your family. 
and your neighbors or all of the people that always say you can't do that. You're trying to be what? You can't do that. That seed is for you to stop moving in your promised land. Your promised land, yes, it have milk and honey, but that's just a reward of God saying, hey, you will be rewarded. But listen, what are you doing for my people? You're here. Do you realize that you're here? Not only for yourself. Your kids didn't ask for it. If you don't have any kids, you're here to make a statement to people. Know your platform don't have to be like the next person platform. You may have a platform in your career where you show people how to advance in that career. See, that's where religious shackles tell you, no, 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 no. If you notice, they always told Jesus, no, you're not supposed to do that. You know what day it is? No, you're not supposed to do that. No, you're not supposed to talk to that particular person. See, and God had the New Testament's real Jesus erased it all that. Okay, now that I got your attention, with that being said, the bad spell, we don't want no bad spells because it is people that dedicate their life to the bad part. Can you explain that more, Miss P? Yeah, we're going to go to Deuteronomy. And a lot of people say, I said that wrong. 30, 19. He says, I call heaven and earth to record the day against you that I have set before you. Yes, you, life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Hello? Choose life. Hello? Choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. He's letting you know, live, live what? I'm breathing, I'm breathing. Live in your promised land. Because you know what? He never said, I'm going to choose. And see, that's something that the religious sectors are in the, that seed is in your pastor or your spiritual leader today. You know why? Because literally they put all of these rules up and say, well, you know what? You can't get that blessing or why don't you just wait till you die? And go to heaven. But you notice that all of them are walking in their blessings. You notice that they want to make sure that their family's taken care of. It's nothing wrong with that. Because if the king or king is blessing you, you should have no lack. We won't even go into that scripture. Thou shalt not want. Okay, let's go back. Let's go back. He said, you choose. Rejoice. Because you got the freedom to choose. Now, I know y'all say you don't know how I was raised. You don't know what side of town I was on. You don't know I'm missing things. I have lack, lack of money, lack of income. Oh, people are judging me by the book of who I am, what I look like. Let me tell you something. That's the bad spells. That's a seed that is still here. Then I just say, where is it? It's in your neighbor who look at you and tell you, why are you going to school for that when I went and I didn't make it? I didn't pass. So I'm telling you, it's not worth it. It's in your family members or a member who say, why are you writing books? Why do you want to be an author? It's in the family member who say, and unfortunately it might be your parents who say, you'll never be anybody. Y'all remember that? It's in your spiritual leader who say, God told me to touch you. God told me for us to come together. Although you are young and I'm an old dog, God told us to come together and let me touch you in a way that I'm not supposed to. It's in that seed. Now y'all say, oh, that's ugly. Oh, it's not ugly. It's real. 
That's what I'm here today to teach you. It's a good spell. You need to choose it. Never mind what you went through. Never mind all of that. It's those so-called friends that tell you, look around you, we in the ghetto. What are you talking about? You want to own your own business? Huh? What's wrong with you? That seed is still living. Okay. And when we dealing with a seed, go back and plant. And if anybody who had plants and you, and go back in school, cause I learned about seeds when I was in school, Well, go ahead and plant a seed somewhere. You really need to help it grow. Remember in order to help it grow, what did you have to do? You had to water it. Hey, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for to teach you. That seed, those seeds that are t- have told you, you will never amount to anybody. You are ugly and all kind of stuff. Let me tell you something. Those seeds are in all of us. They reproduce themselves, but they have to be fed and watered. Okay, enough of the bad seeds. What about the good seeds? They have to be fed and they have to be watered. That's what I'm teaching y'all. You have to feed those seeds. And it is a good seed called the gospel, but the gospel is not one of those things where you hear spiritual leaders and people saying, you know, God is calling you. And you say, I'm not going up in the pulpit to preach. I don't know. You don't have to go in the pulpit to preach. I have seen countless people walk away from their careers because their leader told them, oh, you know, God is calling you and they it limit them into a small box to preach. No, no, no. This is not against anybody who got a call on them to go out there and specifically preach. But the gospel is you going out there and you getting into your career. And I don't care if you a plumber, do that job like you have never done it before. Own the company, have your goals. Then teach people how to be the best plumber. You help someone. You help many. We don't know how many you're going to go out there and help. No, you don't have to have millions, but you helped your community to be the best plumber that they can be. A baker, a cook, someone who do hair. Be the best at that. And then go, when you know you got to that point and you say, oh, I reached my mountaintop. Let me go ahead and listen, go ahead and start teaching. That's the gospel going forth and you putting good spells on people, encouraging the young ones, encouraging the teenagers, encouraging the woman next door to you, the man across the street from you. Do you understand? It's not all about just, oh, well, let me go and let me go ahead and preach. No, what are you preaching? Millions of people are not going to walk into the church because they don't want to hear it. And because of the pandemic, many millions of people realize, oh, I'm not going to die because I don't go to church. I don't have a church building to go to. They realize I don't have to go into a building and be lied to. Thank God for those real, true spiritual leaders. With that being said, go out there and give the spell of blessings and let go of your religious shackles. Thank you so much. I can't wait to talk to you the next time because I got a lot of desserts. And I know you know I should call it treasure. What about you? We are just thankful that you came into my space today. Now go get your promised land and please share this on your social media platforms. Leave a manifesting review or a testimony so that other people can weep the harvest. If you like what I'm saying, I don't know who you know. Don't miss your opportunity. 
Don't miss your opportunity to get the book so that you can understand what I'm saying and you can go ahead and write the notes. Remember, if loving yourself is right, you don't want to be wrong. Hello? Till next time.